Hey, good morning, everyone. So good to see you here today. Happy New Year, the first Sunday of 2024. Well, you know, and I arrived in New Zealand on 9th of January 2002. So it marks my 22nd anniversary of leaving New Zealand this coming Tuesday. Wow, 22 years, man. Many things have changed over 22 years, eh? 22 years ago, I was a single man. But now I'm married with two kids. 22 years ago, I was, um, I didn't know God. I didn't know my purpose. But now I'm a firm believer of God and serving his church in this country. You know, 22 years ago, I was just a international student with a strong Chinese accent. But today, I'm a proud New Zealand citizen with a strong Chinese accent. <laughs> I remember the uh, one afternoon during the last summer before I lived in China, that was in 2001, I had a conversation with one of my university classmates. And uh, like me, he had decided to go overseas after the graduation, but his destination was Canada. Anyone from Canada? Hey, come on, hey, go ahead. Did you see my classmate? <laughs> and um, okay, now that's what he told me. And he said, Shane, listen to me. The only way for a Chinese guy to succeed in a foreign country is to own a convenience store. Okay, in New Zealand, it's called Dairy Shop, right? I said, really? That's my only choice? He said, yes, well, of course, you can have other jobs, but you have no chance in other things because we are Chinese. And there's, you know, my uncle runs a very successful convenience store in Canada. He, ha he has a decent life, so that would be my goal. So trust me, Shane, be a convenience store owner in New Zealand. And um, that was very discouraging, you know. Listen, I have no problem, you know, when someone chooses to become an um, owner of a convenience store or dairy shop. I wish the best for you. But I do have a problem when you told me that was my only choice to succeed, right? Well, when I started living in New Zealand, I soon discovered my classmates was completely wrong. All the dairy shops were owned by the Indian people. <laughs> Even that choice was taken away from me. I only had one choice, okay? <laughs> but you take it away from me. So today, even today, you know, I could still vividly remember the way he told me, this is your only choice. You have no chance in other things. Because you know, in our life, you can always meet this kind of people. They are so committed to limit themselves, right? To limit your, and to limit what God can do in our lives. You probably heard someone told me the same lie in your life before, but today I want to remind you, the truth is, you are created with a unique purpose, and God's plan for your life is way bigger and higher than anyone's opinions about your future, okay? So, so you have God. You have God in your life. Be open-minded 
Don't limit what God can do in your life based on your past experience or somebody else's opinions about you. Today we are going to dive into a story of Jesus facing rejection in his hometown. He was rejected in his hometown. Because the people there, they, they denied Jesus based on their past experience. They, they could not get over the, the, the fact that, hey, we, we know this guy. Why do we, we grow up with him? He's the son of the carpenter. They refuse to accept Jesus as their Messiah. Consequently, their lack of faith caused them to miss out on miraculous things miss out on God's abandoned, abundant blessings in their life. What a shame. So, so my hope for you today is that through this story, we can open our minds. Open our minds. Be expectant. Embrace the opportunities. Don't limit what God can do in our life in 2024. Okay? Are you ready? So my title for this sermon is New Year, New Mind. Now let's go to the scriptures. Matthew 13, verse 54. Coming to his hometown, Jesus began teaching the people in their synagogue. So synagogue was a place for Jewish people to come together like a church to hear the word of God, to study the scriptures. And they were amazed by Jesus' teaching. And they say, where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? They asked. That was a great question on the surface. Unfortunately, their amazement did not lead them to believe in Jesus as their Messiah. Matthew 13, verses 55 to 56. They asked, isn't this the carpenter's son? Well, we know Jesus' earthly father, Joseph, was a carpenter. Isn't his mother's, a mother's name Mary? And aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judah? Judas? And all his sisters with us? Well, then did this man get all these things? And we know him. Well, we grew up with him. It's impossible for him to do such miraculous things. There's no way for us to trust this man as the son of God. So the people in Jesus' hometown had this preconceived idea of who Jesus was, the carpenter's son, my neighborhood, and my neighborhood, the kids growing up in my neighbor. So they couldn't see beyond the person they knew growing up. You know, we can make the same mistakes as those hometown people and stuck in this kind of a hometown mindset. The hometown mindset is all about what we are familiar with, what we have learned or experienced in the past. It's easy for us to get stuck there because it's comfortable. It's what we are used to, and it makes us feel safe. However, just like those hometown people, this mindset limits what God can do in our lives. It stops us from embracing God's blessings, from, uh, from aiming higher and believing in the impossible. 
So when God is doing new things in our lives, we might feel it's impossible. I have never heard anything like that before. It would never happen. It's too good to be true. So that's the problem of this kind of a hometown mindset. You know, I always appreciate it when people um, say to me, Shane, be yourself. That's one of the most powerful encouragement I received from our congregation since I became the lead pastor in this church. Be yourself. This is a powerful encouragement to encourage people to be true to who they are. Don't try to copy someone else. Oh, don't limit yourself with a small box. I love it because no one ever told me, be yourself as I grew up. Be yourself. I have never heard anyone say that to me. I, I once was told, be a dairy shop owner. But that didn't help. Be yourself. If I knew it when I was a little kid, I might have started seeking my purpose and focusing on the right things in the right direction instead of wasting time on the things that were not for me. So be yourself if you don't want others to limit what you can achieve in your life. You know, if we don't want to limit what God can do in our lives, let God be himself. Let God be himself in our life. That's my first thought we'll share with you here today. Let God be himself in our life. Our God is big. It's gracious. It's incredible. In Ephesians 3 verse 20, the apostle Paul says this. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. That's what God can do. Immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power. That is a work within us. Let God be himself in our life. It's time to leave our hometown mindset behind in 2023, don't carry the same mindset into 2022. Let's be open-minded. Let God be big, be mighty, be incredible, be amazing, be gracious. Let God turn the impossible into possible, dreams into reality. Let God bring healing into the broken, hope into the desperate, strength into the weary, joy into the sorrowful, light into the darkness. Let our God be himself in our life. If you ever drive um, a used car imported from Japan, you must understand the struggle. Because you can only receive probably two or three radio broadcast FM in the car, right? Because the radio, the Japanese radio is not designed for New Zealand's radio broadcasts. So imagine someone like me 22 years ago 
When I first came to New Zealand, uh, driving the first used car from Japan, I was thinking, wow, this country is boring. <laughs> Only two radio broadcasts. Well, we have more than two, okay? Well, some of them are really boring, that's true. But, but the point is, the point is, just because your radio can't receive them doesn't mean they don't exist. And they are out there in the air 24-7 waiting for you to tune in. But you need a new radio in your car, my friend. You see, God's blessings, provision, God's presence is out there 24-7 waiting for us to receive, to experience. But we need a new mindset. We need to be open-minded, not narrow-minded. Just because you haven't experienced it in your past doesn't mean it will never happen in your future. So let me ask you this question. What do you expect God will do in your life this year? What do you expect God will do in your life this year? Do you have a growing sense of expectancy in 2024? Believe it. Don't limit yourself. Like an old car radio. Only received two broadcasts. Don't limit yourself. Don't, don't, don't limit what God can do with our hometown mindset. Because God is capable of doing things beyond our normal mindset can comprehend. So let God surprise you with his awesomeness in 2024. Let God be himself. Don't limit him. Don't try to fit him into our small box. Unfortunately, the people in Jesus' hometown, they only expected a little. As a result, they received a little. When you expect little, you, you receive little. So Matthew 13, verse 40, uh, 40 uh, sorry, 57 to 58. It says, and they took offense at him. They were so angry with Jesus. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own town and in his own home. And he did not do many miracles because of their lack of faith. So their lack of faith limited what God could do in their life. You know, what a shame. What a shame that they missed out on witnessing many miracles when Jesus was with them, when Jesus was in town, face to face. But they missed out. And we could think, Wow, it must be a very special blessing and privilege for those people, right? You can, you can grow up with Jesus. Wow. You could, you could become his neighbor. And you can play with him. You can know the true child, kid Jesus. Wow, what a privilege. What a special relationship you are going to have with God. But the reality was quite opposite. Right? They don't, they don't take it. 
They, they take the blessings for granted. Instead of drawing closer to Jesus, they rejected Jesus. So those, that, those of familiarity and closeness didn't fulfill God's purpose. They have special blessings. But the blessings they received from God didn't serve God's purpose. Instead, they rejected God for the same reason. So my second and final thought for you today is like God's blessings serve his purpose. Use God's blessings wisely in our life. You know, we're living in a blessed country. New Zealand is a such a blessed country. We are blessed with many, many things. And the people on the other side of the world can only dream about the environment, the resources, the peace, the people, the freedom. And when people ask me, why did you choose to come to New Zealand? I just simply answer the freedom. I just enjoy the freedom here. I can be myself. But you see, why God gives us freedom? It's a privilege, isn't it? It's a unique blessing in our life. What we are doing here today, well, we often take it for granted, right? It's just one of the Sundays. But for many people in other countries, this is privilege because they don't have freedom to worship God in a place like this, publicly. They can't do that. We have missionaries to other countries. We have immigrants from countries like this, like that. They can tell you what's the reality of Christians' life on the other side of the world. So this is a privilege. This is a um, unique blessing from God for all of us. But we are responsible because we are God's steward. We are the steward of God's blessing and gifts. Galatians 5 verse 13, the Apostle Paul says this, says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Yes, this is uh, God's blessing for us. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. So don't, don't use this privilege to serve our desires only, rather serve one another humbly in love. We need to use God's blessings in our life to bless others and draw people closer to God. So God bless us so that we can bless others and draw people closer to God. You know, today's kids, they all love cell phones, right? We, we just can't stop it. But every parent understands, every parent understands that it's not right to hand the kids cell phones. But we all do it. We are all guilty sometimes. Right, okay, you've got your cell phone, leave me alone. But you know, when, when God bless us with the things we want, we desire, he's not thinking, okay, you got your freedom to do whatever you can, leave me alone. No, no. God wants want to draw us closer to him with the blessings in our life. 
So we should use those blessings, those things we desire, we receive from God wisely to serve His purpose. Worship team, please come up. And I didn't know、um, where my university classmate was. We lost the contact. That was the time before social media, before broadband, broadband、um, internet. But I'm pretty sure, in my life, I was I will encounter people like that, unfamiliar with God, but insisting that their choice is the only pathway. Their pathway is the only choice for us. We might encounter people. Tell you that well, what you are pursuing is impossible because I have never heard anyone achieve that before. We might encounter people like those from Jesus' hometown. They reject Jesus. They get offended by the truth. But the good news is, when we look at the people around us in this place, we realize God has surrounded us. With the people who have faith in Him, who know Jesus, who believe in Jesus as who He is, who knows what God can do in our life, never limited what God's power in our life. Trust God, follow God, and we never take God's blessing for granted. But we use God's blessings to serve His purpose. So I truly believe 2024 will be a great year because we are surrounded by the right people, by the people who God has placed in our life to journey together, to fulfill God's purpose. I truly believe God has prepared everything we need. We need to receive that through faith. So don't limit what God can do in our life in 2024. Now let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for everything you have done, you are doing, and you will do in our lives. Lord, we pray that. You will continue to be yourself in our life, to amaze us, to surprise us with your power, with your grace. Lord, we pray for everyone here today. Please open our mind, open our heart, so that we can believe more. And we can receive more from you. Thank you, Lord. We also pray that Lord, you will continue to bring the right people into our lives, so that we can journey together. When our faith is not strong enough, my Lord, we can build each other up. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this wonderful opportunity. We thank you. For your presence, I want to take a moment.
to say to some of you here today, if you don't know Jesus, if you feel you are far from God, I want you to know God loves you. And he has a great plan for your life. And his plan is bigger and higher than anyone's opinions about your future. And he brought you here today because he wants you to know there is a purpose for your life. And you can receive that through your faith. But Bible teaches us that we all have sinned. We all have foreshadowed of God's glory in our life. But by God's grace, he sent his one only son, Jesus, to the world, died for us. When Jesus died, he took on himself the penalty for our sin. And then he extended this grace to all of us here today. Forgiveness for your past. Hope for your future. New life for you now, an eternal life with God in heaven. So if that is you, if you feel you are far from God, but you want to receive God, receive Jesus into your life, I want to encourage you to pray a simple prayer by following me. By praying this prayer, you are going to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. I'm going to pray out loud. All you need to do is pray in your heart by following me. Now let's do it together. Dear Jesus, thank you for your grace. Thank you for loving me. I know I'm a sinner, and I know you died for me. Today, I choose to turn away from my old life and turn to you. I choose from today to follow you and live for you. Please come into my life to be my Lord and my Savior and reveal your purpose for me. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.